You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. And we are back on the Best in the World Sports Report. My name is John Brown. Just reminding you that you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BITW Sports. I've been trying my hardest to jump right into the subject when we've been doing these podcasts for the last couple of weeks because we have so much to talk about. Primarily the fact that we have a team in the Super Bowl. And if you've been a longtime follower, someone who's rocked with the best for the last couple of years, you know that we have covered a lot of bad football. There was a lot of bad football talked about between me and my man, Triple V. Triple V left this show to take a job with the Golf Channel while this team was bad. And he went off to do big things in Florida at the Golf Channel. He left the show. And what happens while he's gone? The Eagles all of a sudden get good and now they're in the Super Bowl. So if that is going to happen, it would not be right for us to do Super Bowl preparations, to do Super Bowl type podcasts, to talk about the Eagles in the Super Bowl without bringing my man back to jump on the phone lines and to talk a little Eagles with us. So ladies and gentlemen, calling from sunny floor, well, it's nighttime when when we're doing this show so it's not sunny florida right now but the weather is a whole lot better than it is up here so ladies and gentlemen my man 50 grand vince villani is on the line with us right now vince what's happening brother jb you hit the nail right on the head as soon as i leave pennsylvania the eagles are going to the super bowl it's all because of me it is it is you took- i can't have i can't have nice things that's basically it. Uh, but, well, look, you took one for the team. We appreciate it, all right? Your your I'd efforts, like say, your, you know, the, 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 the lengths that you went to ensure that this team could go to a Super Bowl, have a chance to win a Super Bowl, will not go unrecognized and it will not go unappreciated. We appreciate you packing up and moving to Florida to clear the way for this team to win. I sent, I'm going to stop talking like like this is already won. I don't want to jinx it. But just to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's funny. Uh, you know, I got down here, and unfortunately because of my work schedule, I work some very, very odd hours and days, and I, I haven't had a chance to watch much Eagles football. Obviously, they're not on locally, but if they were – would be in a national televised the Redskins back in October um, in the playoff games, obviously. But when I do get a chance to actually stay up and watch them, it's been a lot of fun. Um, Carson Wentz, before he got hurt, was on his way to surefire league MVP. And uh, then he goes down. Everybody thinks it's the end of the world. And our boy and our campaign, the Fight for Foles campaign. Yes, Fight returned. for Foles Part 2, yes. And he looked like absolute booty at the end of the regular season, had all of us panicking heading into the playoffs. His first pass against the Falcons was like a wet wash rag, 
in the into the wind. Yeah. And then after that first series against Atlanta, everything clicked. He picks apart the best defense in the NFL, the Vikings. I mean, they've been so much fun to watch all season long, and even still into the playoffs. Holes. I'm so proud of a man. I'm so proud. I, hey, you remember, I was not a fan of Doug Peterson. I was not a fan of the hire. That guy has coached his his ass off. It's been it's been great. It's been so much fun to watch. You know, it it really has. And you talked about watching the game and and watching Nick Foles grow and play this postseason. He had a phenomenal game. He had an awesome game against the Vikings. My fear is that he would have to play that at that same level against the Patriots in order for the Eagles to win. Do you agree or disagree with that? I agree with you, and I think that um, you give Bill Belichick two weeks to prepare for anybody, and it's never a good situation. But the Eagles are a complete team. I mean, they top to bottom, they are the, they have been all year the most complete team in the NFL. Offense, defense, special teams, and it's not just defense, offense. It's defensive line, linebackers, secondary, the most complete units of any NFL team. The Patriots have a lot of weapons that they're going to have to try to slow down. A lot of weapons. Torrey Smith came out of cold storage against the Vikings. And, and, and Alshon Jeffrey, he had a huge game. Zach Ertz, obviously, huge target. Three-headed monster at running back with Blunt, Corey Clement, and our boy Jay Ajayi, who, by the way, is turning into my favorite eagle. I love that guy. That was such a brilliant trade, and he just loves being a part of his team. You can see it on the sidelines. I mean, I, I love his attitude. I really hope they bring him back. The offensive line... When Jason Peters got hurt, you know, we were nervous. Vitae, unbelievable job so far in the playoffs. You know, this unit is clicking on all cylinders. I believe the two areas that concern me, one is Foles. Will we get the end of the regular season Foles? Or will we get the playoff version of Nick Foles? And two, as silly as it sounds, like the kicker. Because he seems to miss the short ones but make the long ones. So, you know... We can't have him missing extra points and 38-yard field goals, you know, when, you know, you got to have every point against New England. So, but yeah, you're right. You know, Foles is the, he's the key. If he plays like he did against Minnesota and Atlanta, Eagles win this game, hands down. So, this, this is kind of, this question that people have asked, I think it's kind of silly, but still the fact that it's been asked so many times. Let me ask you and get your opinion on this. Say the Eagles do win the Super Bowl. <laughs> what do they do with Nick Foles? Well, I mean, he's is he locked up next year? I'm not sure. I do I do believe he's locked up next year. Well, you keep him. I mean, he's your backup. Carson Wentz is the starting quarterback. Well, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, Nick Foles is not the starting quarterback. It's still Wentz's team. And I think you just keep him as a backup. It's like Jeff Hostetler. You know, Jeff, he's, he's trying to be the next Jeff Hostetler. I think I tweeted that out like a month ago. And, uh, you know, he's well on his way. I mean, what Hostetler did with the 91 Giants. You know, he's, he's well on his way. And, you know, Hostetler didn't win the starting job over Phil Simms just because he won the Super Bowl against the Bills back in 91. 
And I think that's the same situation Doug Peterson and the front office have on their hands right now. I mean, well, what do you think? Well, I, personally, I, I look at it like this. I do believe that if the Eagles were to win the Super Bowl, it's going to be an epic parade. I've already gone on record as saying that the parade should start at Sheltonham Avenue and go the full length of Broad Street. You put Nick Foles in the very first car, just like we did Pat Burrow. We march down Broad Street. We celebrate him. We love him. We give him standing ovation after standing ovation. We thank him for leading the Eagles to a Super Bowl win. And then we take the keys of that car that drove him down the street. And we hand those keys right back to Carson Wentz. And we keep exactly. on moving. Exactly. And we keep on moving. That's what you, that, that is what you do. But, you know, nonetheless, it's still, you know, I, sometimes I feel like people are just determined to have a quarterback controversy. And I don't believe that there is one. I don't believe that Nick no. Foles believes that there is one. I don't believe, I know Carson Wentz doesn't believe there is one. But because that's such a, a because that's a narrative that we've had to struggle with pretty much since Donovan McNabb left town, people are just used to that. Yeah. And, and I, to me, I think this this is fake outrage right here. This 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 is the non-issue. This is alternative news. This is fake news. You know, that's that's the only everybody, thing I can think of. It. Everybody inside the state of Pennsylvania and anybody on the national media level that has any you know type of football IQ knows that this is Carson Wentz's team for at least the next eight to ten years. Barring, of course, that he comes back, you know, healthy with the knee. But this is Carson Wentz. And every Eagles fan in Pennsylvania knows that. This is Carson Wentz's team. And like I said a few minutes ago, before he got hurt, he was a shoe-in to win the MVP. There was no way anybody else would have won it. Agreed. Carson Agreed. Wentz was the MVP of the NFL. Nobody mm -hmm. was better. Best in the world, Sports Report. It's John Brown with my, my former partner, always my man, always my friend, the great Vince Villani, talking Eagles talking Super Bowl. Let me ask you a question. I know the answer to this, but I just want you to say it for the people listening. Where were you in 2004 when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl? I was in the sports office at WBFF Fox 45 in Baltimore watching the game, logging highlights of the game because we it was a Fox Super Bowl, so we actually came on the air um, after the Super Bowl. And uh, I remember wearing proudly my McNabb jersey and uh, just having my heart broken. Um, you know, I, I really thought they were going to do it then. And, and to lose by three to that, you know, to that franchise mm -hmm. that just always finds a way to pull out close ones, yeah. it, was, it was devastating. And then, of course, the way it unfolded the following offseason must have been a slow day at ESPN. They create this story that, hey, Terrell Owens – should have a new contract and there's a controversy there when there really was none like real Eagles fans knew there was no controversy Dio was ready to come back and play out his contract slow day at ESPN they love to create stories and create news not cover it and uh the next thing you know Tio's doing sit-ups in his driveway yelling next question with Drew Rosenhaus by his side and and they break up that that dynasty you know and and, and it took it took 13 years for the Eagles to truly get another complete football team like they had in 04. So, you know, I really think that back then that Patriots team had a lot 
you know, I think they had more talent then than they do now, especially mm-hmm. defensively. So I'm actually a little more confident now that this Eagles team can do it. But that's where I was in 04. And I know you were right there with me. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, people know, man. I was in, I was in Jacksonville. We decided we needed to go. The Eagles being in the Super Bowl, me and my brother decided we needed to be in Jacksonville for this event. You know, we I went, remember. Yeah, I remember you guys went down. We went down, spent the day down there in Jacksonville, made a whole bunch of friends. I mean, it was the atmosphere was so crazy because it was so pro Philly down there. You know, there were Patriots fans, of course, but there are way more Eagles fans. I mean, a lot, yeah. considerably more Eagles fans than Patriots fans. And, you know, everyone was just showing love. My brother and I actually had matching. Uh, we had Jerome Brown throwback jerseys. Hell I had, yeah, I remember that one. I uh, remember it. I had a white one. My brother had a green one. And that was real. I mean, that's 2004. So that's really like the height of the whole throwback fashion craze at the time. You know, everybody was wearing them. And so not a lot of people had seen the Jerome Brown jersey yet. You know, now, you know, er, you know, lots of people have them. If you're a long-time Eagles fan, a lot, you know, a lot of people had them now. But at the time, they yeah. were still pretty new. So people were just coming up to us in the street. But, oh, man, we love the Jerome Brown jersey. Hey, look at those two guys. Hey, bring it home for Jerome. Yeah, bring it home yeah. for Jerome. And, you know, it was so many people. And we just found a TV. Uh, they were showing it on a big screen TV down at their, I guess it's like the Jacksonville Penn's Landing or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's their, right. little, their little fake harbor. You know, so we were there. We were watching the game and we were just, I just remember when, you know, when, when they threw that last interception, when, when McNabb threw that last interception, I look over at my brother. My brother's laying on the ground with his head in his <laughs> hands, just like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I can't believe it's over. And I, I know that I just don't want to feel that way again, but I feel confident in this team. I feel a lot, you know, my feelings about this team is so much different than 04. You know, I felt Me too. It, it, it was a nerve in 04. It was a nervous energy. It was a yep. very nervous type feeling about it. Whereas now, you know, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I don't feel pressure. You know, there, there is no pressure. And, and I, I, you know, I'm, I've been talking to Eagles fans all week and I just want to know, do, do you feel the same way? Is that how you see it? Yeah. I, I feel like, Hey, they got nothing to lose. They're playing with a backup quarterback who nobody believed in. But, you know, we had faith, but we had, like, jaded faith. It's almost like, well, I mean, if they lose to the Falcons or the Vikings, eh, we have an excuse. It wasn't Carson Wentz. Hey, by the way, Foles played his ass off in both games. And the reason they won both games was Nick Foles and his ability to make throws on third down, move the ball, control the clock. You know, he was he was fantastic. But I'm a little bit more confident in this team. And you're right. It, 04 was 100% nervous. At nerve, nerves. It was all nerves. This team, it's like, I'm ready. Like, I want them to come out and smack this team's mouth. And the defense is younger. The defense is younger. They're faster. They're stronger. And whereas, like, that 04 defense had a lot of veterans on it. They had Trotter. They had Dawkins. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this defense, 
Fletcher Cox worth every penny. Oh, yeah, especially every in the playoffs. Penny. Especially in the he playoffs, yeah. the real freaking deal, that guy. Smartest contract they gave was that contract. He's the real deal, JB. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. And I, I, every time he's on the field, I love watching 91 run around. He's a beast. He's definitely a beast. He is. He's, he's a beast. Now, I was on uh, Mikel Ramos' show. I was on uh, her new podcast, Rolling with Ramos. I was there this week. She had she asked me a question just about the fan base and our expectations for about the Super Bowl. And she asked me, how devastated would this fan base be if the, if the Eagles were to lose? And I told her that I didn't think that this fan base would be devastated at all. I think they would be disappointed. You know, nobody wants to lose a Super Bowl. You know, right. they're, they're, we would definitely be disappointed. But I think given where, you know, what this team has had to fight this season, you know, the injuries, the fact that, you know, no, you know, no one saw this coming. You know, there aren't too many people other than just your extreme, extreme, nonsensical homer really thought that this team was going to be in the Super Bowl at the end of the season. Right. But to give, you know, given all that was working against them, losing their kicker, losing their star special teams player, losing their starting outside uh, middle linebacker, their starting left tackle, and then their quarterback, you know, I, it, barring, barring just complete, you know, a complete implosion, I would not be devastated. If they just came out and just looked like they didn't belong on the field, that would devastate me. Me too. That would, you know, that would devastate me. But to lose, I mean, not that I'm planning on losing, not that I'm trying to be negative, Nancy, but I wouldn't be devastated. What about you? I, I I'm going to be, okay. If they get blown out, I'd be devastated because, yeah. quite frankly, I think they have more talent top to bottom than New England. Yes. And I don't think New England's a better football team. So if New England wins by 30, I'm going to be devastated because why didn't the team get off the bus? What happened in the last two weeks that changed from the playoff games? That's where I'm going to be devastated. Like, what happened? Why the complete 180 change? If they win or lose, or lose a close game, I'm proud of this team regardless what they accomplished, like you said, they weren't even supposed to win the division. It was Dallas's division for the taking, is what everybody thought. You know? There, there were plenty of people who thought that this team was going to be in last place. You know, they yeah. it was Dallas's team to lose. It was Dallas's division to lose. They thought that the Redskins had gotten better and the Giants were going to be better. And the Eagles just made some moves that were pretty much lateral moves. Like, nobody was really impressed by the LeGarrette Blunt signing. Nobody was really impressed by the Chris Long sighting. So, you know, given that, and then they really did not, you know, there was a thought that they really did not address their whole running back issue. So, yeah, they went out and got some receivers. You know, Alshon Jeffries was nice. Torrey Smith was nice. But still, nonetheless, you know, that run, the running game was a question mark. The secondary was a question mark. So, you know, th there wasn't a lot of faith in this team. There I'm really wasn't. Be, I'm not going to be devastated if they lose by 
10 or less. I'll be sad, like you said, I'll be sad, but I'm not going to be devastated. I'm going to be proud of them because they got this far, but I want them to win. I mean, this team can oh, yeah. win. Yeah, this team can they, win. I mean, look at it this way. New England should have, you know, should have, could have lost to Jacksonville. Jacksonville just completely changed their offensive game plan in the second half of that football game. They but played Jacksonville scared. dominated the first half. Yeah, they played yeah. scared. And I've been, I mean, being here, living in South Florida, I wa- I got every Jaguars game this year. I pretty much watched them all, and I knew how good they were. I mean, they went to London and beat the Ravens 44-7, to and the Ravens were a pretty good football team until they choked to the Bengals in the last week. You know, the Jags were good, and they had the Patriots. You know, they had them, and, and they had them on the ropes. But I, th- I think the Eagles – this is the year. This this is the year, and they're, they're they're they look so loose. They look so confident. I think they know this is the year too, you know. And it's yeah. nice to see. I don't really have that. Oh crap! Andy Reid is going to call a bad game plan feeling either, like we did in '04. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like I don't know. I just I have faith that Doug Peterson's going to keep it simple. He's going to keep doing what he's doing. They're going to have a nice game plan, and I just I want that defense to. You know, get in Brady's face and smack him a little bit. Mm-hmm. That would be great. That would be great. So, as we wrap up this Super Bowl conversation, can I get yeah. your prediction for Sunday? And you know what? I said this in the newsroom at Golf Channel, and I had a lot of morning drive coworkers look at me like I had two heads. Mm-hmm. I said Eagles by 11. I said Eagles by 11, 34-23, Eagles by 11. I think the Eagles kicked the crap out of them, and I think it's a dominant performance. Triple V. I got I got you down 34-23 for my man Triple V. Now, real quick, before I let you go, because you know we always got to talk a little, got to talk a little bit of the wrestling. <laughs> you got to talk a little wrestling. Sunday, Royal Rumble. Now you know that's my favorite. That's my favorite event of the year. But I just me went, too. Me too. What did What did you think of the Royal Rumble? What did you think of Shinsuke Nakamura winning? What did you think of the women's Royal Rumble? Well, first of all, since we're now talking wrestling, I'd like to say Happy Rusev Day, JB. Yes, Every yes. day is Rusev Day. Every day is Rusev Day. I thought the men's Royal Rumble match was booked absolutely perfectly. In fact, I tweeted out that the last four guys in the ring would be Nakamura, Cena, Reigns, and Finn Balor, and I was exactly right. And then go. I had Nakamura tossing Reigns at the end, and I was and I was right. And I thought that the match was booked absolutely perfectly. They had they paid off a lot of very good storylines in the Rumble match, starting it with Aiden English. Singing Rusev to the ring got the got the crowd jacked up, and the crowd was jacked up to begin with. Yeah, it really got them jacked up. Um, there were some outstanding performances by the men, uh, guys like Finn Balor. It was great. It was entertaining from top to bottom. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved Nakamura winning. Paying off Nakamura versus Styles at WrestleMania will be a fantastic match that I think fans from around the world will enjoy because of their rivalries in, in New Japan and whatnot. Um, and then if you take it back to um, if you take it back to uh, the women's Royal Rumble match, I'll be honest with you. 
I was kind of disappointed. Really? Um, yeah. I I didn't like the idea to begin with because I knew they only had 18 women on the roster to begin with. So mm-hmm. who are the other 12 going to be? I like the fact that they brought back a lot of the women who did pave the way. But I don't I'm not crazy about like there were some NXT girls that really, really deserved a shot. And they didn't, you know, and they didn't even get in the match except for the champ Ember Moon. Sasha was unbelievable, starting number one, getting there to the very end. And I thought that they did the what they should have done. Asuka winning was the right move. She's the best in-ring performer they have on the female side. Mm-hmm. So I actually loved that, the call to have Asuka win. Um, I, you know, my friends and I were watching it, and I'm saying to myself the whole time, why is this main eventing? Like, the crowd... The men's rumble match was so good that the crowd was dead um, for like, I felt like the crowd was dead for the rest of the night Mm. and they kind of tried to get into it for the women's match, but they just weren't as into it as, you know, they could have been. For me, I was like, why is this main event thing? And then at the end, you see it's because it was the big debut plan for Ronda Rousey. So that made sense. Um, I'm kind of glad that Ronda debuted but wasn't in the, in the Royal Rumble. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because I think yeah. that might have that might have exposed her. Even you know, I'm sure you know she's been working hard or whatever. But you know, one one wrong move, one botched move could have just ruined everything. Now I, I right. will say I, I will split from you for for a quick second because I liked the women's Royal Rumble. I like I liked the fact that they brought so many women back i thought i thought there was more of an element of surprise to the women's royal rumble than there was to the men's because really the only big you know bring back for the men's royal rumble was the hurricane who looked like and that was great i mean it was great but he looked like he drank a few hurricanes before (laughs) before he got over there you know he he, he's not a cruiserweight anymore hurricane's not a cruiserweight he's looking like you know, hurricanes coming out there looking like Braun Strowman compared to where he was before. You know, yeah. But uh, I like you know I I I, I like the woman. You know, I I like you know it was. I mean, you knew you were going to see Lita. You knew you were going to see Trish. But it was cool to yeah. see Molly Holly. Even though my wife says she looked like Mommy Holly at this point, and uh, <laughs> it was cool to see Kelly Kelly as well. Look, you know disappointed no Layla you know that that would have been cool but Michelle McCool was still good you know it, 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 Tori Wilson looks completely different you know I, I almost didn't even recognize her so you, you think know, so she looks exactly the same I, I mean I, I thought she looked different I mean not but not not different in a bad way but I just you right. know I just thought she looked different but you know I, I like I like the Royal Rumble I did think it was I I did think it was weird that they were having it last, and like for a split second, like during the match, I almost forgot about Ronda uh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, and when she came out, that's what you know. That's when the light bulb went. Out. Oh, that's why. That's yeah, why it's main event. That's why it's main main eventing. But like, yep. you know, do you know, do at the beginning, I'm saying like this makes no sense. You know, why are you going to have this last? This makes no sense. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but I I do like the way that WrestleMania is sh- shaping up. I think you know they're really this year. I think they're trying to you know they're really trying to have something for everybody, you know, for the true wrestling fans, for the you know the smart marks or whatever you want to call those dudes. You know, you're going to get Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. That's the match that you want. Yeah, 
And then for the kids or, you know, the, you know, the more lighthearted fans, you're going to get Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar or something. You know, that's probably what you're going to get for the World Heavyweight Championships. And yep. then, you know, and, and after that, everything will fall into place. And the, and the undercard is shaping up pretty well yeah. also. You know, the undercard's looking – actually, I think the undercard could look pretty good. Uh, at, we've, we've seen Reigns before, yeah. but – you know, we've seen that before, but some of the undercard that there's rumors seem kind of interesting. So I'm, I'm excited to see how it shapes out. Oh, um, yeah. I'm hearing, I'm hearing uh, Rock and Rousey against Triple H and Steph. Oh, that's see, yeah, I, I would take that. I would take that. That you know, that's 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 good money right there. That is good money right there. So all right, we got your prediction. Triple V is saying Eagles 34, Patriots 23. Where are you going to watch the game? Are you going to be able to watch the game? I know you got to get up early the next morning, but will you be able to watch the game? It's the Eagles yeah, in just, the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm obviously watching. I'm yeah. just not going to sleep that night. Yeah, if there if there was ever a morning where you just need to just have the coffee on blast or whatever it is, the coffee, the rock star energy drink, uh, chase with some with some 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 uh, Red Bull, chase with five hour energy, chase with just you know, a couple handfuls of sugar. That's what, you know, this is the day. All right. The only, the only thing I'm disappointed about is the fact that I can't be at home in Pennsylvania watching it with friends and family. Cause if they do win, that would be a life memory that I'll never forget. No, and unfortunately, I'm going to be watching it by myself in my, you know, in my apartment in Orlando, screaming at the television at the top of my lungs, probably scaring the crap out of my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> But it'll be all right though. It'll, it'll yeah. You'll be fine, man, because the Eagles gonna bring back this Super Bowl. All right. I think so. I think so. Been catching up with you. I missed, I missed the show. If I if I wasn't waking up at twelve thirty at night to go to work every day and on weekends, you know, mm-hmm. things would be a little bit different. But uh, I have a. I'm gonna drop you a little hint, and that's uh, Triple V might be coming back north sometime very soon. Oh. That now that's a tease right there. It's just let's start the vignettes now. Just get it. We'll, yeah. we'll get a date. Triple V is coming. <laughs> Triple yeah. V is coming. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is my man Triple V, Vince Villani, the longtime co-host of this show, one of the creators of this show, one of the people who made the best in the world, the best in the world. JB, Thank- great catching up. Go Birds, brother. All right. Hey, look, we're gonna take a real quick break, and then when we come back, we'll. Wrap things up on the best in the world sports report. My name is John Brown. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BITW Sport. You're listening to the best in the world sports report. Listen to this show in its entirety every Saturday at 8 a.m. on the Philly Gold.